Praise God. I'd love, uh, I'd like you to turn to our reading to Chronicles um, chapter 7. And it's just a few thoughts this morning uh, from this verse. And um, I just would like to say, first of all, today God is calling out for a people to be separated unto Him. I'd like us to think about being separated from the world, thank God, to Him. Separated unto Him. Now for Solomon here in this reading, and just for us, God appeared in a very special way to him with a message for him. Now in 1 Peter 2 and verse 9, it tells us we are a chosen generation. Solomon chosen by God to be God's person. And that is separated we are, set apart for service unto service for our Lord. Therefore, therefore, we as individuals within the church, within an assembly of believers, we are gathered together under him. We're gathered together as the family of God. We're privileged in a special way. But yet together, yet we're individuals with our own thoughts, with our own feelings, with our own desires, our own emotions, how we approach our God this morning is entirely up to us. And here we are today then, the church, even the church, evangelical, so-called, is falling short, falling short of the spiritual standards required in the Lord's service. It's a sad reflection today on our society and sadly on many who profess to know Jesus Christ and are evangelical in thought and in teaching. How sad it is that when God provides his living word for us, there's a negligence of the word of God. So I would like to bring three areas required we need to be active in and the first one is this we need to be a praying people a people that prays why how vital how important to our spiritual well-being if you notice with solomon he was praying solomon you see stands before god interceding praying to god when you read through that chapter, he's flat on his face at the end because that's what the presence of God brings into the life of every believer. Or it ought to. It ought to bring us to the point, to the place of acknowledgement of our God, the way we ought to be, how we are before him. For in the verse that we read, there's it is. If my people, God is saying, this is the message to us. It's the message to him. It's the message to the church in every generation, especially today. If a very small word with a massive implication in every situation. If my people who are called by my name, if we are called by the name of our God, then we have a requirement 
to be God's people the way we ought to be. Called, separated unto service. But it comes with a requirement. It's alright being separated, but the requirement is this. Shall humble themselves. How can we approach a holy God without being humble? When our Lord and Saviour himself sacrificed himself upon a cross, laid aside his heavenly glory, took on humanity to die for a sinful world, to die for us as individuals. We must come before the Lord in humility. And that's how it ought to be. We need to bring down into separation. We need to bend the knee into subjection. This is what praying is. This is what Solomon did. He had to intercede, to seek and to strive after. This is what we need to do in worship and prayer, a desire, a request. You see, when we are seeking God and asking him what we need to be and what we need to do in his service for him, then God will answer. God will answer. And he will answer in two ways. He will answer first of all to heal. There is need of healing today in every situation. People are hurting. Even believers are hurting. <clears throat> That's why there's a negligence and sadly, you know, hurts can only be healed through Jesus Christ. If you're hurting today, if there's something someone's done to you or you feel you're not right and you need to get yourself right with God, allow him to heal you by his spirit. Don't dwell on anything that's going to hinder or hold you back. It means here the actual meaning thoroughly to make whole. To be absolutely whole is the meaning of the word. To seek is to strive after in its original sense to worship and to pray as I've said is to intercede. Then with healing comes hearing. I will heal God says and I will hear. Thank God is here is always open. Thank God there is never a time when he's not near. He's always there for us whenever we need him. How sad that we are not there for him at times when we are. But he's there for us every time. Never a time when God is not with us. And the word here, here, means this. He will attentively discern. God attentively listens. I'm not the best listener, sadly. I'm a little bit deaf. So people have got to repeat themselves and they say, get your ears washed. Oh, maybe that might be true. But with God, you see, his ear is listening all of the time. He is not deaf in any sense. No. He listens and he answers prayer. Thank God we need to be a praying people and practicing 
the presence of God. Let's practice the presence of God. For prayer is knowing, first of all, the mind of God. In communication, this is how we talk to our Saviour. This is how we communicate with our God. We're listening to him as we talk to him all of the time. Communication then in conversation, just very quickly. The age of the mobile, I must admit, I'm not the best with it. But the playground of the young, mainly, not the medias, you bump into people, especially young people, like that. You know? Because they live on the phone. <coughs> but it's communication. It, it's actually, apart from when they're playing whatever it is, you know, communication. That's, to me, that's what it's for. Now, presence then is always best. It's always nice to be present with people coming together, to church especially. Now, in a two-way conversation, listening to a voice, right, on, on your mobile, most secondary to being together is, to me, the next best thing. Because you're listening, communicating too. So where am I leading? Where, where's this scene? Oh yes. Oh yes, letter writing. See, I'm only about communication. Especially cards where you can be expressive. There's a great way of doing it. And it, sadly today, to me, it's seemingly a lost art. But you can communicate in a special way by thoughts that you can put down. And it's a special way. So really then, what am I seeing? It's really keeping in contact. Mobile phones then are ideal when you transfer numbers. I'm having a difficulty because I'm transferring Maria's numbers onto my phone because she had all of them on hers. So I'm getting there and what I'm doing is I'm transferring it so that I can contact people personally. And that's so important, as I've said. So, if in the natural then, how much more in the spiritual do we need to communicate? How important in the spiritual is bringing God into the equation? Talking to God, not on a mobile. That just communicates with us. Talking to God through his word. Talking to God in prayer. Talking to God every day. Start your day with God. End your day thanking God for what he's done. Just spend time communicating with God. That's the importance of what prayer is. Practicing the presence of God. Secondly, it's present in God's house. Sadly, so many Christians pay lip service today. But it's more than that. It's so much more than that. It's a heartfelt experience, expressing just how we feel the words of God. It really is. How precious is the privilege of presenting ourselves before God in his house with his people just like we're doing today on the Lord's Day morning. What a lovely day it is. Oh, it's his day to express thanks and thanksgiving to him. 
and they also spend time together, you see. So the question then arises, how do I come into God's house? Spending time with the Lord before I come? When there, what am I presenting to Him in my praise and worship? These are questions that we have to ask ourselves and consider very carefully along these lines. And then lastly and thirdly, come with something. Come with something to give. God gives all of the time. He gives abundantly to us everything and all we ever need. He's a given God. We know that. We experience that. We know that to be true. Come with something to give to God. But also there's this. Open to receive. Because it's too great as the communication. Like I've said. Talking and listening. And you know there's also something special about the household of faith. The family of God. We can share together as believers things that matter most to us. You know, where else can we get encouragement? Where else can we be fed by the word of God? Where else can we feel the power and the presence and the ministry of God speaking directly into our lives unless we are listening to the word of God? Not secondly then, not only are we to be a praying people, we are to be a Bible-based people and filled wholly with the Word of God. If we are filled with the Word of God, Bible-based in every sense of the word, what great encouragement do we have? What better encouragement can we give and share with others? Filled with the Word of God, there is never a substitute to be filled with the Word of God. Read it, live in it. I'm talking to the children. I'm talking to me. I'm talking to us all. Listen to it. Live by it. Live in it. Practice it. Do everything like you were by it. Make the Word of God the priority in your life, in my life. Then, question again. How can I feed others unless I am fed myself? Unless you have nothing to give you cannot but if you have something from God to give then you share what God has given to you practice a precious privilege practice something that's marvelous when you put it into practice do something that will revolutionize your life through the word of God if God's word has not done anything or is not doing anything in your life there is something radically wrong Get it put right. Just simply open up to the Word of God. Open up to God Himself. It's twofold, you see. Firstly, the Word God gives to me as I wait upon Him. The Word God gives to us as we are waiting upon Him. But we've got to wait upon Him. And secondly, this to me is vitally important. This to me is one of the greatest things that we ought always to do and practice in the Church of God. While we wait and ask God upon Him what we need, 
the word manifested faithfully by my pastor as he waits upon his ministry. And every pastor of each church of God, as they wait upon their ministry, and are led by the Spirit, and minister to the church, the shepherd ministering to the sheep, his people, then if we come prepared to give, open to listen, with something to share, listen to the word of God through the man of God. He is God's chosen representative to present God's word in the giving assembly where he is. And he's faithful in ministry and he's loving in every situation and therefore we need to respond in that way. So add to this then, listening, and I've used this word, it sounds really good and it actually covers quite a bit, and this is it, it's this, invigorating, how about that? Invigorating, right? Invigorating in godly conversation. Just invigorating. Let's talk about God. You know, we could archive. We can talk and we talk about everything under the sun. And it's right in its place. It is right. But how often am I talking about God? How often am I sharing the things God gives me? And I must ask myself the question, as you must ask yourself, and every believer asks the same question. What are we doing? What am I doing? What's my expectation in God? Yes, invigorating conversation with others, especially in the church. And then thirdly, lastly, a praying people, yes, a Bible-based people, certainly. But then we need to be a godly, effective people in action. Because all of this has to have an action and take everything in unless we give it out. That's where it remains. God does not want or ever requires us to take unto ourselves that which will feed us, yes, yes it is, that which will build us up, yes it is, but we have a duty in God more than that, a desire even deeper than that, a devotion to share and give the things of God. Listen, if God opens you up, and you've got to be real before God, like Solomon who stood and ended up black on his face before God, because you cannot stand in the presence of God and not be different and not be changed. You can listen to the word of God all day, all night, forever. If you never practice it, you've missed them. And God never, ever wants that, ever. He wants us to be effective as his people. Now at verse 14, I know I've gone off me reading, but God will not only hear, we've seen it. God will not only hear, but it also adds this very important. I will forgive, he says. I will forgive their sin. We all get it wrong. At times, 
You never get it right. But thank God, let's forgive us through the cross. Let's forgiveness in our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. So if I get it wrong, if we get it wrong, put it right. Put it right with God. Put yourself right now with God. Listen to God's word. Love God and minister just in our lives. Oh, he will forgive us. You know that. Here lies then, in effect, the essence of a loving, forgiving Father God through and in his Son, our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Remember, in the providence of God, in God's providence, <coughs> let us be all three, praying people, a Bible-based people, and a godly, effective people.